Hey guys, we're we'll beginning to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's going to podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, and we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. Again, you guys can find the podcast on YouTube and also anywhere that you can get your podcast, and we're thankful that you guys have found us. All right, so I promise again, I did not mean <laughs> to do a podcast today at all. I did not plan this, but so what I'm doing right now, I'm actually studying. I just got done studying for a Bible class tonight. And as I was looking at something online, it just triggered a thought. I was like, uh, I got to do it. <laughs> I got I to gotta do it. So as you look at this, I want I want to uh, entitle this one. I want to be a tree. <laughs> I want to be a tree. Well, what are you talking about? Well, right now in Bible class, we're look, we're going to look at Matthew chapter seven tonight, talking about every tree bearing good fruit. And I was looking, you know, certain things about about trees and fruit and things of that nature. And as I looked at it, I was like, man, this has got someone else might need this. Someone else might need this that's not a member here. So maybe I can help you guys out. So maybe the scriptures can help you guys out, not me. Hopefully the scriptures can do it. So I want to be a tree. You know, I just want to be a tree. So what we want to do, and again, this is not, I mean, literally, this is off the cuff. I mean, this is not organized like it normally is. This is literally just me telling you this and pressing record on the on the uh, on the computer so bear with me if it's not you know as organized as it normally is but we're going to go through this anyway all right so here's 12 important lessons you can learn from trees and this is actually from a a site uh, outofstress.com and so as i looked at this this is great application so 12 life lessons you can learn from trees lesson number one take care of yourself first take care of yourself first Again, like we've talked about in previous podcasts before, we always have this concept that, you know, everybody always has to suck us dry and we have to let people suck us dry. Well, we have to give to ourselves, too. You know, even with in the book of Luke, remember, we talked about before how Jesus did all those things for everyone else and was healing people and was healing the sick. Jesus said, look, guys, you guys stay here. I need to go off to the mountains for a little bit. I need, and here's the thing. Sometimes what you got to do. You have to sometimes go off to yourself and make sure when you do go off to yourself, you go off for a purpose. Don't just tell people you're you're leaving or you need time and you don't take it or you do something else with it. Actually, be honest with people. So when you tell people, hey, I need time. Hey, I'm doing something else right now. Actually do what you're saying you're going to do. And so Jesus actually went and he said, look, I just I need to go to the mountains by myself. You guys stay here. And as Jesus did that in the book of Luke, the disciples respected that. So it's twofold, you know, number one, you have to be able to take that time for yourself, but then those people that say that they care about you and that they say they love you, they will respect your decision and they will let you take the time that you need. So number one, in order to be like a tree, man, you gotta, you gotta take time for yourself. You gotta take time for yourself. And you know, a tree always does that, you know, before a tree can even bear fruit for us to take it off of him, you know, sometimes a tree has to have more oxygen to himself. Sometimes a tree has to, you know, get more water. Sometimes a tree, a tree has to take care of itself before it can give to somebody else. So I want to be a tree. So the first thing we need to do, look, guys, take care of yourself. I know it's easy to find ourselves into this mode where we're ripping and running and we're, we're you know, doing everything for everyone, you know, at work and at school and sometimes even in the even at church. But sometimes we don't do anything for ourselves. You know, we got to we got to take care of ourselves. So, number one, take care of yourself. Then two, another great lesson that we can learn from a tree, be grounded, 
no matter how successful you become. So again, notice a tree, whether it's small or whether it's big, you'll always find a tree. It's always grounded within within itself. It always knows what it is. And so as we talk about this, remember, even in the book of Psalms, right, how David mentions uh, that we'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, right? I believe what's that Psalms chapter one. Yeah, let's let's make sure that's the right one. So again, go to um, Psalm chapter one, make sure we have the right um, the right text here. So as we as we notice this, yeah, Psalms one, verse three, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. But notice before he brings forth his fruit, notice he's got to be rooted. He will be like a tree planted first. So look, we got to be grounded, guys. So the question becomes, what what does grounding mean? See, sometimes we can get like too philosophical with this. Well, you got to know who you are. You got to know yourself. You got to know that those are important. But when you talk about being grounded, it's not being grounded in your career. It's not being grounded with money or being grounded with having this or having that. Being grounded is knowing who Christ is and knowing why you're here. That's what being grounded is. And as long as we try to find our purpose in other people and other things, we'll never be grounded. And also, those who attach themselves to us will be confused because we don't know who we are. So we have to be grounded no matter how successful we become. Think about David. David became king. David was a great man. Wasn't he successful? But he lost his footing. Then Bathsheba came. Then all this stuff. So he lost it. He lost his footing. You know, Nebuchadnezzar, same thing. You know, look at everything that I built. Look at all, look at this great Babylon that I have in the book of Daniel. God says, all right, time for you to start eating grass. Sometimes we have to be, we, no matter where we are in life or no matter what we have achieved, we have to stay grounded in who we are. So again, notice trees are, all, trees are great, man. Trees are great. <laughs> all right. So number one, so I want to be like a tree. So look, you got to take care of yourself, guys. You got to take care of yourself. Then two, you have to be grounded no matter how successful you become. Then number three, the article uh, moves forward. And the article says that you must spend time in stillness. So doesn't Isaiah say, be still and know that I am the Lord? You know, a, a lot of times... When we talk about being still, you know, life is so fast, isn't it? You know, everything is always going and going and there's always a place to be. And there's there's always a phone call to make. There's always a transaction to make. There's always somewhere to go, somewhere to take the kids, somewhere to take yourself, somewhere to there's always somewhere to go. We're always ripping and running, aren't we? But a lot of times, how much time do we spend time in stillness? When you think about it, we do so much ripping and running. That the only time that we're really still is when it's time to go to sleep. When, when, when we're in REM sleep, that's the only time we're still is when we're incoherent. How many times are you still when you're sober? Do you, do you take time to just sit and just reflect on things during the day? Not when you're asleep, but during the day. Be still and know that I am God. You know, the thing that, and the article says the thing that trees teach us is there's a time to do stuff. Now, when you look at a tree, it looks like it's doing absolutely nothing, doesn't it? But you don't see what's going on underneath. 
you don't see it receiving nutrients. You don't see it possibly giving nutrients to other things. You don't see it going through photosynthesis. You don't see that with the naked eye. But a tree is constantly doing something, but it's in a mode of stillness, which is crazy. There's a time to do and there's a time to be. So again, like, like we're talking about, you know, life is always, it's full of its ups and downs, right? But as it's full of its ups and downs, learn to be still, learn to, learn to see what's going on. And so as we're noticing this, let's look at, let's look at number four. So number four, as we want to be this tree, remember that challenges are here to make you stronger. You know, um, there's a quote on here that says strong or storms make trees take deeper roots. So when we talk about when we talk about these being stronger and going through challenges, one thing that we tend to run away from is challenge. We like to stick with something that's familiar. We want to stick with something that's not going to rock the boat. We want to stick with something that's just like we are and that we don't have to put any work or effort or time into it. You know, those things normally don't work out for you. Really, they don't in the long run. They don't work out. I don't want to say normally. They don't. When we don't challenge ourselves, it doesn't work for us. And so remember, even Peter, he mentions that that the trial of your faith, right, which produces, it's more precious than gold. But when we're tried with fire, right, then that faith will come forth more precious than gold. You know, we got to be challenged. And so the thing about it is like, when you think about challenge, sometimes we can do two things when we're presented with a challenge. Number one, we can we can try to do our best and give effort towards it, or we can give an excuse of why we're good enough or why we're not good enough for the challenge. I remember when I was in uh, preaching school, there were guys that would come there that were alumni, and you could see that they were still, uh, they still studied, you know, they still grew, they still, uh, you know, learned on their own, and they, be they became better outside of school. Then you had your current instructors and current guys who were teaching and, and learning. And I'm sitting there, you know, just as a as a new student, just like, man, I don't know if I could ever be these guys. And and I, I wasn't trying to revere them, but I was just saying in terms of in terms of knowledge, in terms of the work that they were doing, in terms of, uh, you know, how they grew themselves through the word of God. I just felt like at times, man, I don't know if I can do it. You know, those those guys are I don't know if I can I can do it. But even though I had that doubt, I knew that I wasn't going to get where they were in a day. But I was like, well, I got to try. I got to try. So a lot of times when we're faced with certain things in life, sometimes we're not, we're even scared to try. And so then we'll make an excuse of why we can't do it. We'll just try. And maybe the thing that you're afraid to try is the thing that's supposed to help you grow the most. But because you're afraid to try it, you won't grow. So again, challenge makes you stronger so let's keep going um five so then notice this this is crazy so as we're talking about this idea of being a tree number five there is immense power within you so notice the thing about the tree the thing is when you look at a seed a seed doesn't look very powerful does it it doesn't look very powerful at all but when that seed is, seed is matched with the right type of soil and, and care and concern, that tree can grow into a giant oak. But again, there's power within it, 
but you have to know that there's power there. You know, even Paul said, doesn't he mention that the, the power that works within us, who is that? It's not us. We're not the power. Christ is the power. So for him to be the power, you have to let him work. And in order to let him work, you got to know him. You got to know him. And so the thing about it is we're all seeds, but the power is in the word. So if the word isn't in us, then we can't grow to the potential that Christ knows that we can we can get to. Why? Well, because we're too scared. Well, because we don't want to make moves that will make me different than everybody else. We don't want to make moves that will cause all these things. We don't want to make the moves. So if we don't want to make the moves to get better, you're never going to get better. You know, I know I mentioned this in previous podcasts before, but if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always got. You know, I don't know where you are in life right now, but sometimes do you just get sick and tired of being sick and tired? But you know in your mind that you want better for yourself. So maybe you want more money financially. You know, maybe you want to become a better person. Maybe you want to have things change in your life. Maybe you want those things. Those things aren't going to come just because you want them to come. You're going to have to do something that you haven't been doing the past 20 something years. You're going to have to do something you haven't been doing since college. You're going to have to be, you have to do something different. Because if you do the same things and stick with the same people, you're always going to be the same person. So we got to challenge. So here's the thing. If you want to be better, and especially what we're talking about, like better Christian people, why are we hanging with the same people that's not making us excel? Hang with those that are going to make you excel, that are going to help you, that, that's going to challenge you. But again, you're the seed. So do you really want to grow? Then number six, take time to be present and just be. Take time to be present and just be. So if you notice the thing about a tree, again, there's a, there's a quote in the article. It says, look at a tree, a flower, and a plant. Let your awareness rest upon it, how still they are, how deeply rooted in being. So the thing about a tree is the thing about roots, right? When you're rooted, you can't move. So as you're sitting there, as Psalm chapter one mentions, you're sitting there and you're rooted. So the thing about a tree, can a tree decide where it's planted? No, we do, really. We decide where we want to plant the tree. Can, can a tree say, well, I, I want to go over here, so I want to go over there, I want to do. A tree is planted where it's planted. And then when it's planted there, when it's blazing hot, can the tree just get up and move? Because, well, the situation's hard now. It's not like it was last year now. It's not like it was a couple years ago now, so I got to go. Can a tree just get up and then go off and reroot itself? A tree physically can't do that itself. But what about when it's snowing? What about when it's raining? See, what the thing about a tree does, a tree takes what life gives it, and it appreciates it all. So during those those rainstorms that we think, oh, rain, rain, go away, a tree says, I'll take it. You know, it's too hot outside. It's a blazing sun. We say, well, well, it's too hot. We can't wait for it to get cooler. A tree says, I'll take the sun. I'll take that vitamin D. 
you know the 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 snow and the fall hits and then we're like well it's too cold i can't wait for summer to get here a tree says well i know that i have to shed some stuff and then by next spring i'm gonna look stronger so i'll take it a tree no matter what life throws at it the tree finds a way to make it work for it either to get better now or to shed some stuff and become stronger later so we gotta this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy this is crazy we gotta be trees the lord gives us the lord gives us just a, a ridiculous amount of examples around us he, he gives us the word he gives us people he gives us he gives us nature. He gives us animals. We can learn from all these things. And we've got lessons upon lessons upon lessons around us every day. And we just walk right past it because we're too busy, so consumed about us. I've been too busy, just so consumed about me. Sometimes you just got to sit and just be still for a little bit. Man, let me just, let me calm down. Let me just, let me, let me reevaluate. Let me, let me, let's sit down for a second. Let's just chill. Let's just chill. Sometimes you just got to take time to be present, see what's going on, and then see how you can use it for your advantage. Then number seven, as we're going through, let go of perfectionism. Let go of perfectionism. So when you really think about it, perfectionism is kind of like an illusion. So we can be perfect, the scripture says, right? You know, we can, our, our love can be perfect. Matthew chapter five, right? First John, you know, there's... You know, there's no uh, fear in perfect love, right? First John chapter four, I believe. So the thing about it is trees aren't perfect at all. They're not perfect, but trees are still beautiful. And the, the thing about it is trees, their beauty comes from their imperfection. So it's, it's, uh, you know, it's not, you know, well, it's cold, but it's not fall right now. But when you look at most of the trees, their leaves are gone. You know, the trees that you looked at outside, they're not as pretty as it was. I mean, I've got some, if you're watching the video portion, you can see my window right here. And outside this window, I would see trees every morning. I mean, they were just bright. I mean, I'm talking about cardinal red. You know, some of them were cardinal red. Some of them were like really, really like Iron Man orange. It was, it was great. I was like, man, that's a, that's a beautiful image. But now that I look outside, it's not there anymore. All those leaves that were once there are falling. So that's an imperfection. Some It looked beautiful, but then now they're gone. But does it mean that that tree is not perfect? Guess what? The Lord wills in the spring is going to bloom beautiful colors. And so the thing about us is about perfection. Sometimes we don't, some, we don't grow ourselves as seeds because we're so focused on our imperfections and then sometimes we put ourselves in this box and we say well number one the lord can't love me because i'm not perfect and then other people can't love me because i'm not perfect so then no wonder we don't grow and we just spend our life ripping and running and killing ourselves trying to find our purpose and trying to find a way to be perfect when we just have to accept that we're not but here's the thing about it though the Lord loves us even though we're imperfect, doesn't he? So here's the amazing thing about this. And especially when we talk about uh, what the Lord does for us, 
when others love you, when you're imperfect, that's a great thing too. And so the thing about it is the Lord loves us and we're imperfect, so let him. Others love us when we're imperfect. Let them love you too. Some people are just literally just afraid to be loved. They're just afraid of it. And it's understandable because of what people have seen. But at the same time, at some point, we're going to have to grow up and mature and either learn to accept it or always run away from it. So what are we going to do? Then number eight, happiness comes from within. So you look at the tree, right? Notice what a tree can harbor. A tree can bear fruit. Birds can come and live in trees. Squirrels can come and live in trees, right? Squirrel, right? Squirrels can come and and live in trees, right? So notice before a, a tree can be a home for a squirrel, a home for a bird, and a home for fruit, the tree has to be happy with himself before he can give and extend to other things. So, but what we do is we try to do it the other way. We want those that come around us to bring that happiness when we should already have it so we can give them something. So again, why do you think, again, like we talked about in previous podcasts, why do you think we have so many problems and issues with all of our relationships today? Because we expect another to give us something that we should have within ourselves. Man, so no wonder we have so many people depressed and all that. Well, You know, I really cared about this, but now they don't care about me and love me anymore, so I don't love me anymore. Well, they don't want to be around anymore, so I guess no one wants to be around and I don't love myself anymore because they don't want to be around me anymore. Why do you think we have that depression around? Because we're not really happy within ourselves. And for us as as Christians, we're not happy because we don't know Christ. First John chapter chapter one, verse four, John says, I write these things unto you so that your joy might be full. Listen, guys, I'm a single young man. And the more that I know Christ and the more that I can help other people to know Christ, you know how much joy that brings? You know, and every every day is not perfect. Every day is not great. Every day is not sunshine and rainbows. Even being a preacher, every day is not. But you know what brings joy? When I'm teaching a Bible class, when I have the opportunity to help the youth do something, when I have the opportunity to go to a youth event and spend time with them and, and, and help them. And also when I have the opportunity, not just to current youth, but to pass youth and college when they call and they want to have a conversation and we talk and pray together, you know, that brings joy. It brings joy. So the thing about it is happiness needs to come from within. And then number nine, let go of things that do not serve you. Let go of things that do not serve you. So now think about this. All that all that hurt, all that pain, all that bitterness, all that wrath, all that anger that you've been storing up and holding against all these people all these years for what they've done to you, you're hindering your own growth. You got to let that go. Well, Jordan, you don't understand. They did me dirty. The thing about it is it's, it's like I don't really have to understand. No one else really has to understand. We're harboring those things and we're letting those things weigh us down as our as trees. You know, the thing about it is trees never cling to dead leaves. They let them go to make room for fresh ones. So if you've got bitterness and wrath and anger and and pain and jealousy and 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 ego and all that stuff within you, no wonder Colossians says, look, you gotta let you gotta let go of this stuff. Because if you don't let it go, it's always going to stay there, and then it, you won't have room 
to Colossians chapter 3, you don't have room to put on mercies, put on kindness, put on all these things. You won't have room for it because you're still sitting here harboring over what someone else didn't or did or didn't do for you. We got to let go of that. We got to let go of it. Does it mean that it didn't happen? No, it doesn't mean that it didn't happen. But it also means you have to understand that it happened and then just move forward. Is it easy? No, it's not. No, it's not. But remember, you got to grow. You got to keep growing. Then number 10, small actions can create big changes. So uh, there's a quote on here that says the giant pine tree grows from a tiny sprout and the journey of a thousand miles starts beneath your feet. So what, what a tree can teach us is that small actions that we take in our lives can make a huge difference. Small actions. So when you think about, um, you know, a tree, a, a tree does small things that we don't see every day, small things. But if it doesn't do those small things on a consistent basis, it couldn't grow to be what it is today. So for you and I, we have to we have to do those things that are going to make a huge difference. So when you think about the, the things that some people think are small, reading your Bible every day, some people think that's small. But the more that you do that, the better you're going to grow and you're going to mature faster than other people. Because you're learning from the word of God. Yeah, y'all might be the same age, but you could be 10 years older mentally. The more you're in this, the more you're going to grow. Well, I don't think I can ever get there, so I'm not going to do it. And I'm just going to stick with people that, that are just like me. That's a that's an immature mindset. That's, in, that's immature. That's childish. That's childish to think that way. Well, how do I get better? Instead of looking at how far you got to go, just start. Just start. So as we look at this, notice as he's saying here, just do the small things. You know, even even uh, even in Genesis, right, with, with Mo or Genesis and Exodus, but specifically Exodus with Moses, he gave men, you know, a uh, delegation to count uh, to count the people. But in order to count the people, they had to be faithful. So we got to be faithful in the small things so that we can be faithful in the big ones. You know, then number 11, be patient. Good things come in time. You know, again, like we talked about, we live in a, in a, you know, rush world and we want things yesterday. Uh, a quote in the article says, knowing trees, I understand the meaning of patience now. Knowing grass, I can, I can appreciate persistence. You know, trees are very patient. You know, trees understand that, that they can't change where they where they've been planted. They can't change what's going on around them. They can't change the weather. They can't change those things. But they can only do what they can do. They're patient. They're very very patient. And so doesn't Christ and and Paul and all these authors, you know, especially in Hebrews, run with patience? James, you've heard of the patience of Job? Be patient, therefore, brethren, until the coming of our Lord. All of this is it's stuck in Scripture. We, we just miss it. It's everywhere around us. Be patient. Good things come with time. And I know it, it can be tough at times to, um, to think that something good and, and good things will come. 
because so many times we don't think good things will come in the future because nothing good has come up to this point anyway. So how are things going to change moving forward if during all this time nothing good has showed up? So why would why would it change moving forward? You see, we spend too much time, you know, not letting go of the past. But we got to be patient because good things come with time. Good things come. Then number 12. Here's the last one. Be willing to let go of resistance. Be willing to let go of resistance. Now, when we talk about trees here, it's not only talking about one type of tree. It's talking about all types of trees. So in this quote, he's talking about the bamboo tree, specifically Bruce Lee. He said, notice the stiffest tree is most easily cracked while the bamboo survives by bending with the wind. That's crazy, right? So notice a bamboo tree, like he said, it doesn't just stay stiff. When the wind blows, all right, let's go with it. Let's go with it. See, what what it does, one thing that um, my parents have always taught me and the instructors at school always said, they always said, be flexible. And what does that mean? Always be ready for something to just switch up. For something to change, always be willing to adjust and be ready to adjust on the fly. So the bamboo tree teaches us the value of being flexible, to be adaptable, to accept change. That's another reason why some of us can't grow either, because we can't accept that something has changed. Well, things ain't how they used to be. Things aren't how they were five years ago. Things aren't things aren't the same like they were. Well, it's not supposed to stay the same. We got to adapt with change. So here's the thing about it. Not only does life change, people change. So not only do you have to be, you know, uh, willing to change with what life brings you, but sometimes people change. So now when people change up, when people switch up, can you change with them? Can you change with them too? So we got to be great adapters, great adapters. You know, one thing that I appreciate about as my me and my brothers grew up, you know, we moved a lot. You know, we moved a lot. And by moving a lot, that gave us the ability to adapt quickly. So now wherever we were, no matter what situation or environment we found ourselves in, my brothers and I can know how to adapt and my family. But we know how to just, all right, let's go. Let's pick up. You know, I was watching the Kobe Bryant documentary. And he said that's what that that's what made him hesitant when he met his wife, because Kobe said, he said he grew up in isolation. And what he said was all he had was basketball when he lived in Italy. And so then when he uh, moved and moved and moved and moved, when he came to the States, he said, well, why get close to people? Why, why build relationships? Why get to know people? He said, that's how he got to love isolation. And that's how he built that mentality, that mama mentality, because he said, why get to know people? Because he said, I knew that things were going to change. So why get to know? But then he said, when he met his wife, he said, you know, that made me slow down. He said, because I was so used to isolation. He said, I was so used to people just, he, he, kinda, he said his, his life was a revolving door. And he said he was just used to people coming, saying what's up and leaving. Coming, saying what's up and then leaving. He said he wasn't used to people coming and actually saying, can they stay? And when she said she wanted to stay. He's like, oh, <laughs> this is different, right? And so when, when you think about it, sometimes we got to be willing to adapt. 
So at one point, Cole was used to just, okay, move, 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 move. But then now he had to adapt as he grew older and matured. It's the same way for all of us. We just, no matter what life brings, we got to adapt. And so sometimes, as as it mentions here, we got to let go of resistance. You know, a lot of times what we do as well as Christian people is sometimes we know what we need to do to grow. We know what we need to do. We know where we need to be on Sundays and Wednesdays. We know what we need to read. But for some reason, other people and ourselves convince us that we're okay and that we resist. We don't. Y'all are tripping. We don't have to study like that for real. We just need to show up to worship. Man, we just need to come to the fun stuff. We don't need to. We're resisting. And the longer we resist, the harder and the longer it's going to take for us to grow. And then next thing you know, when you actually let go and stop resisting, you'll look up. And next thing you know, you're 50. And now you're like, man, I wasted my teenage years. I wasted all my years having fun and doing all this when I should have been doing this. When I should have been doing this, why did I resist? And so notice, I just want to be a tree. I just, man, today, as I was looking at this, bro, I was like, it just changed my whole perspective on a lot of things. I was like, man, I just want to be a tree. 12 important lessons you can learn from trees. The, again, the article is from outofstress.com. And the author, I can't pronounce it because I don't want to get the name wrong. But the author is M-U-K-E-S-H. M-A-N-I. And you'll be, you should be able to find it if you want to kind of document it and take notes for yourself. So, but again, as I look through this and you know, looking for some stuff for Bible class, I was like, man, I think this can help somebody. <laughs> I think this can help somebody. So again, pop-up podcast. I appreciate it. Again, get ready for Friday. I'm so excited about that one with Ren. We're going to be talking about, are you real or are you fool's gold? That's going to be great. I can't wait. Ren's, Ren just messaged me an hour ago, so he's ready to go. And we're excited to be here in studio to do that with you. So, Lord willing, we'll see you on Friday. Thanks, guys.